My Texas Table presents the Healthy Brain Podcast. This is the show for people who want to improve their brain stability, clarity, and longevity. Here's your host, certified health coach, Carrie Wainwright-Miller. Howdy, friends. How are you today? I want to welcome you to the Healthy Brain Podcast, where we are speaking the truth about brain health, standing up boldly for all things healthy in this world. I guarantee you, you won't find any sugarcoating in this space. You know, I was looking at the title of this podcast, and I was thinking, I may be telling my age with this whole moving and grooving title. I mean, I was born in the 60s, raised in the 70s, but I've got to say, when those 80s hit with that flash dance look, y'all, I mean, I don't know how old y'all are, but... I was in my 20s, and we'd get ready to go out on the town in Houston, Texas. we walk out of our closets looking like Jane Fonda or Richard Simmons on steroids. I mean, wearing some really bright, tight clothes, like mini skirts with a tank and a blousy sleeve top sometimes. And we can't forget about those leg warmers with those psychedelic colors and our hair. I mean, whoa, remember the hair? Oh my gosh, y'all, 80s hairdos. Now that was the look. We could have passed for like Mufasa's on Lion King. I mean, that teased out Maine with maybe, I don't know, 10 legs layers of hairspray. I totally lost count after two sprays because I'll be darned that nest was not about to move out of place when I hit that dance floor for like that song that Let's Dance by David Bowie. I mean, uh uh-huh. I mean, my girlfriends and I dressed up and all you know who you are, Becky. I mean, I still love to roll out the red carpet with those pictures because who doesn't love a good belly laugh, right? I mean, we had such fun times. Okay, now I don't know how I drifted from grooving and flash dance and all the way to the Lion King, but sometimes you just got to mix it up with a little storytelling, right? Because let's face it, we get all use a little storytelling and humor these days. Just reminiscing about good times, right? Nothing better than that. Okay, so now let's focus. Let's get back to moving and grooving, y'all. Look, I want to preface this podcast by saying I am not here to tell you that you've got to go join a gym or do so many reps on each arm or leg or participate really in any exercise class or run a marathon for that matter. But this is a space of encouragement to Get you off your butt and do something. I mean, our bodies nor our brains can function properly without movement, period. You know that. I know that. And honestly, if this is not the time to get up and get moving, then I don't know what is. I mean, today we're in the month of May 2020. Parts of the country are still locked down because of a virus. I mean, many of us have been glued to recliners and couches and porches. Most of us have gotten away from really good habits, and we don't even know what to do or how what we're supposed to do to kind of get back up. Meanwhile, your brain has turned to mush and your body is in no shape to even walk around the block. I mean, I know I've been there, and it is not fun to have that lack of energy being mentally or physically drained. So let's get going on this topic because y'all, Physical activity is a part of self-care, and it is a necessity in life, and I am so excited to talk about it. So one question I get most often is, what exercise or activity do I need to do to keep in shape? Well, because I've worked out in some form or fashion most of my life, around 40, 45 years, I always respond in this way. 
You need to do what works for your body. I'm a total advocate for never following the crowds because as I always preach, God created us all so uniquely different. I mean, what works for others may not work for you. We're all in different places, mentally, physically, emotionally. So give yourself some space. Don't be so hard on yourself. In episode 14, I spoke about nutrition. I mean, it's the starting point. You simply cannot have the mindset that exercise alone will get you to your goal. It won't happen without eating right first. Now, when it comes to physical activity, the last thing you want to be doing is lying around stagnant. You don't have time for that because I know you. You really, really want to stay healthy in mind, body, and spirit for your family. Think about your grandkids and your great-grandkids. Let's work on moving you forward and getting you fit. So I first want to start off by sharing some words of advice for you. They are extremely important, or otherwise I wouldn't be sharing them. And that is know your own body. This is what I mean by that. Here's three of my top tips on how you know your own body. Number one, recognize the events that have taken place in your life. For example, I mean, I know we don't like to talk about this, but menopause for you women. Perhaps you had a hysterectomy early on. Maybe you're a single parent or you've got a loved one with dementia and you're depressed and you're experiencing fluctuations in hormones. You maybe have a lack of energy. I mean, there's weight gain, not only in the bootay, but all over. I mean, the arms are like jello, the stomach is bulging, the swelling of the hands, feet, and face. And I know what that's all about. I've personally gone through events in my life, not only with menopause, but depression and anxiety as well. I mean, all of that will hugely affect your mind and body. Just keep in mind to recognize it and move forward. Try humbling yourself. Maybe get some counseling. Just a little advice. Number two, how does that activity affect your body. What happens to your body when you lift a little weight? I mean, when you walk every day or perhaps join a Zumba or yoga class five days a week, are you just going through the motions of the activity and hoping for a result you're wanting? I mean, have you noticed your arms and legs when they get in shape when you lift weights? Or do you see changes in your legs and stomach when you run or walk? I mean, how's your brain function? High impact versus low impact. Test your body. It does not hurt to change activities to figure out what's best for your body and brain. Number three, recognize when your body starts to slow down because of age. When you get older and your metabolism slows down and maybe you've got some health issues. I mean, gardening, y'all, is one of the best activities to keep you moving. And if you're one to say, well, Carrie, I don't have a green thumb. I mean, been there, done that, and I failed. Just a waste of my time. Well, I want to encourage you to keep trying. I mean, look at the benefits, y'all. It's not only healthy for your body, it's extremely beneficial for your mind. So therapeutic. I mean, just nothing better than eating out of your own garden. Think about it. You get to plant what you want, what you like, what you love, and you reap the benefits with clean, healthy foods. How satisfying is that when you take particular joy in tending to your plants? There's an article in Science Daily dated, it was dated, let's see, May 11th, 2020, from research at Princeton University. And they found that gardening at home had a similar effect on emotional well-being as biking, walking, 
or dining out. I mean, the results also added that household gardens could be a key in providing food security in urban areas and making cities more sustainable and livable. Y'all, keeping your body and brain strong is important when you're wanting to prevent chronic disease, stress, depression, and anxiety. You know, science is showing that moving your body supports brain health and cognition. Research shows that when we exercise, blood pressure and blood flow increase everywhere in the body, including the brain. I mean, more blood means more energy and oxygen, which makes our brain perform better. And regular exercise totally impacts inflammation, regulating the immune system. Immune system? Did someone say immune system? I mean, yep. We've had a big wake-up call because of this virus. So it's a no-brainer to focus on our immune system from here on out. And when we move our bodies in different ways, we can have some incredible benefits for the whole body. So let's talk about physical activity, not only in the city, but in the country as well. Let's start with the city life first. Look, when you live in the city, you've got access to do so much more than if you live in the country. I mean, you know benefits, or should I say luxuries, that we sometimes take for granted, right? All those cultured, up-to-date workout machines and the fancy gyms, and we've got yoga studios, CrossFit, and yes, like Starbucks at every street corner, and healthy food shops to just help maintain that energy level, right? We are spoiled. Look, I've lived in the city for 35 plus years. I've plugged into everything from aerobic, Zumba, yoga classes to joining gyms all across the city just for the latest and greatest workout machines. I mean, I personally have never been able to sustain that lifestyle five or six days a week because I've found that I kind of like to switch it up because it just gets too mundane for me. But maybe it works for you. I mean, you can try it all out and maybe you're like me. And maybe it's just too much. You just need a change of pace every once in a while. And that's okay as long as you don't stop. I mean, find your space, that environment that works best for you, where you can get the results that you're looking for. So on a side note, have you ever thought about why we go to those stinky, sweaty gyms anyway? Or why do we feel like we need to be in a class where you're dancing or sitting almost on top of each other? I mean, it's got to be that social aspect. That's what I'm thinking. That's the draw for sure. I mean, who likes to exercise really by yourself? And anyways, really a little competition in class does you some good, right? So let's talk the country. That little slice of heaven. If you got it, then consider yourself blessed. Don't you be saying, if you live out in the country, oh, but you don't understand, Carrie. I don't have a gym or exercise facility around, so what's a girl or a guy gonna do? Well, getting yourself outside in some clean air on some solid earth under some trees can be one of the best things for you. If you live in the city, I wanna encourage you to get out. Take a drive to a nearby park or just get out of the city altogether. I mean, you will be amazed at how healing the country can be. Now, if you've got that space in the country, try starting a garden. Create your own workout using maybe some steps on the porch. You could be lifting some large rocks or elevations on the land, or even a park will do you. I mean, take a walk in the woods and try marching instead of walking. I know it kind of looks stupid, but you get more exercise that way. You work out your body harder that way. Now for that upper body workout, grab you a couple of heavy rocks to lift or fill a couple of buckets with rocks. I mean, that'll work you out. 
If you've got a barn or shed with an overhang, old goat barn or something, do some pull-ups. Follow up with push-ups on the porch. I mean, personally, I won't be doing that, but you can go right ahead. I mean, I'll just be sitting back and watching you. There is no way I'm doing those things. Now, if you're anywhere near the hill country, feel free to pop in at our property. And we'll be glad to hand you a chainsaw. And you can try your hand at cutting down cedars on this property. No, I'm serious, y'all. They literally suck the life out of the oaks. That is not good. And afterwards, you can load up the trucks and haul them to the burn pile. Sound like fun? By the way, I want to give a big thank you to both my sons, Stefan and Cody, for already cutting hundreds of trees and burning piles and piles of brush. We couldn't have done it without y'all. Of course, a mama's got to throw that in, right? So breathing outside air is so awesome, y'all. It is like taking a happy pill. It literally produces endorphins in the brain. I mean, endorphins are these powerful, good chemicals that lift your spirits and they really make you feel good. So what you waiting for? Get outside, take advantage of that fresh air, soak up that sun. You see, our bodies convert the sunshine we soak up into chemicals that turn into vitamin D. I know you probably already know this, but vitamin D is one of the most common deficients among American adults. So get going, take a walk or stretch in the sun. Try to get unprotected time on your limbs for 10, 15 minutes, say. I've mentioned in several podcasts about forest bathing. I mean, incredible concept out there in Japan. I mean, it's literally forest therapy. You embrace nature instead of spending time in the city. I mean, when you get in nature, there's this boosting of your white blood cells that help fight infection and tumor cells. It reduces stress, lowers your blood pressure. I mean, most every day, I take a walk through the woods we have on the property, stopping to stretch, and I leave my phone and headphones of any kind at the house so that I, that I can just clear my mind. I mean, researchers have found that just being outdoors in nature reduces depression, anxiety. Who doesn't need that these days? Also, the outdoors boost creativity. Did you know that Shakespeare, Leonardo da Vinci... Benjamin Franklin, Abraham Lincoln never saw a movie, looked at TV, or even listened to a radio. I mean, they were quite lonely, but in their loneliness, they knew what to do, and that was create. And the rest is history. I personally spent over a decade working in a garage studio, making ceramic decor and functional pottery, constantly creating new designs. I had a lot of time by myself. My mind was free to focus on the clay. Sometimes hours at a time without people or any interruptions, maybe except for my cat bringing me her kill for the day. So yeah, sometimes a little solitude is not such a bad thing. I mean, you combine it with an activity, something that requires you to stand on your feet, and it could be a wonderful asset for you mentally and physically. Well, y'all, that about wraps up our discussion on physical activity. There's so much to talk about here, but, you know, y'all don't want to hear me talk all day. I mean, I hope that I've given you some substance to chew on and digest. And I so, so appreciate you being here with me today. I look forward to giving you all I've got next week's topic. Yep, another key factor in brain health we're going to be talking about, and that would be connection. I'm going to be talking about why and how we build community. So we'll see you next week, same day of the week, 
same place so that you can get to feeling your best moving forward and living a long and healthy life. I mean, y'all feel free to email me at carrie at the healthy brain podcast.com anytime. I would love to hear about your experiences, your journeys of transformation to get your body and brain in shape and follow me on Instagram at my Texas table and the healthy brain podcast for healthy recipes and brain tips. Until next time, lots of hugs, y'all. God bless you and God bless America. This podcast is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant to replace personalized advice from your healthcare provider. If you have specific medical questions, please talk to a licensed medical professional.